The following program is sponsored by Lindis Construction. This is the WCCO Home Improvement Show, brought to you by Lindis Construction. One call, one contractor. Lindis Construction provides Minnesota and Wisconsin with the best products and workmanship. They provide leaf guard gutters, asphalt roofing, metal roofing, seasoned guard replacement windows, exterior siding, remodeling, new construction, and more. If you've got questions, they've got answers this hour. Here's Denny Long and Andy Lindis. Yes, another edition of our Home Improvement Show. You are welcome to ask your home improvement type of question, either by phone or by text. We've cleared the lines, 651-989-9226 if you want to use them, or send Andy your text, 81807. Andy, good morning, by the way. Good to good see morning. you again. Good to see you. You and I were talking about uh, last week's show and what's happened in the last few days. A lot of press talking about frost in people's homes. Frost in the attic. And you're getting windows. a ton of calls at, uh, at Linda's. Yes. It, uh, you know, we, we why, spent, why all uh, of a sudden, you yes. know, with those, this, the, the swing in temperatures that we've had yeah, from 40 degrees to, you know, 20 below. I think and, it was about 12 below at this time last week. Yeah. And so that's a, that creates a lot of moisture in the air. And, and if you have any air infiltration problems or, um, problems where the, the warm air is going to be able to move throughout your house, you can, and it gets to any part of those, those, those cold spots in this you know, 12 below degree weather that we were having, then you're going to create frost. And that frost eventually is going to melt and it's going to create leaking. So we uh, went from frost calls early in the week to I have water coming down my walls or water coming in my house or out of my soffits. Uh, we've, we, we heard it all. If you're having, having issues in the attic or someplace in the house, uh, our phones haven't been this busy on a, on a January, a week in January in, in a long time. And what about uh, this, maybe we get dumped on with all this snow and you're talking about ice dams. What what do you recommend folks do? Well, we were looking at the, the long-range forecast yeah. here the next seven days, and it's like the perfect recipe for water leaking into house. You know, if if you, especially in those shady spots right now, if you look at roofs, a lot of it's melting off, but there's always like that one spot in the house. It doesn't seem to get as much sun as the rest. Yeah. So it's kind of got that crusty snow and there's probably water underneath it getting stopped that has melted there. And now if we get that, you know, eight to 10 inches between now and Tuesday and it gets pretty cold and then all the way back up to, we're looking at 38 next Friday, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to melt it. And when that water gets into that spot, that dam that's created by that 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 snow that didn't melt off on the previous snow, or where it's a cold spot where the water has melted and started to freeze, that's when it when it starts to build back up. That's when you can have a lot of issues. Where I've seen you know thousands of dollars worth of damage caused by water leaking into spots that's when it's not addressed. So my best advice is, you know, your roofs are probably about as safe to walk on right now and to work on. Right now, than they have been been all year. You just still want to be careful if you're not comfortable getting up yeah, there. Oh, yeah. done or use a roof rake, but there's a way to get some of that snow off or into an area, especially if you have ice dam problems. If you never had water leaking, you can look in your attic. You don't have it. I wouldn't worry about it. You probably don't have an issue. It's just a a part of your roof where the sun hasn't gotten to. But if if you're one of those homes that has had some some ice damming issues in the past and water leak in the past, and you haven't addressed it by calling us or somebody else to come out and address your insulation or ventilation, then uh, you're going to want to get rid of that snow. That's what I wanted to talk about, the, uh, which you, you and I do from time to time, and that's talk about insulation and ventilation. Mm-hmm. Since Alindis came out a number of years ago yeah. to uh, take care of the attic insulation, and especially the last time you guys came out to complete the job on the other part of the house, I've never seen an icicle. 
I've never seen an ice dam. Now, that doesn't mean ice dams can't happen, given the melt, the thaw, and freeze, Mm -hmm. because it's Minnesota, right? Yep. Just because I have those beautiful leaf guard cutters. But I don't see it because of the foam insulation and then the other blown-in stuff. That's an amazing change. Yeah, well, and your house is a a pretty good specimen, too, to make sure, uh, you know, the way it's built and designed, there's not a lot of... Of, of difficult areas in the attic. We're not talking about having to get into knee walls or That's story and a half home. Those sometimes can be a, a difficult thing unless you're going to, you know, completely dense pack that that top part of the roof on those story story and a half homes. But like on yours, I mean, not everybody does it this way. We we did two and a half inches of spray foam and then blue and blue and fiberglass over the top to get to it was a little bit over an R fifty when it was all said and done. I mean, that's about as good as it gets for for yeah. for an R value and an insulation and air infiltration treatment done on a, on a home. So it uh, you shouldn't have any issues. If you had issues, then it means uh, uh, you know we did our job poorly. I was looking at a house that had spray foam. Yeah. That that we hadn't done, and there's a there's a lot of guys. I mean. You really do need to know what you're doing. I mean, when I mean, I mean, I've been in this business a long time, and I'd want somebody that does it on a daily basis that really knows what's going on with spray foam when when it's getting applied because you have to move pretty quickly and and you can screw it up. And if you do get pinholes or or air leaks somewhere in that, it, this is when it can really create a lot of that that frost problem that we're seeing. Uh-huh. If you get all that warm air that's coming up in one particular spot. It's not getting up anywhere else, so it's it's going to come up there. It can be a really big issue, and that's when we see mold and things like that growing in attics. I had a question from a colleague of mine here a few days ago, and I want to ask you about that. But I want to invite our listeners to call in or text in. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, by all means, uh, throw it at uh, Andy's direction, 651-989-9226, or send a text if you like, 81807. Somebody was asking me about how Lindus deals with, and we've talked about this in other shows, uh, crawl spaces. How? Give me some examples of how crawl spaces that are not insulated. What can Lindus do to those spaces? Well, you know, it's you know sometimes there it's a humidity thing too in the summertime. So you're treating them both with a dehumidifier in a crawl space, and then you're sealing up the ground, the walls. You're, you're basically encapsulating, including. The, the floor or what would be the ceiling of the crawl space. So you're, you're foaming that. We're, we're foaming that. And when we do that, it's it's amazing. Same same principle on these. There's a lot of Cape Cod homes around that have the, you know, the, the cantilevered upper level of the house where it actually comes out like two feet. And it's amazing how many of these homes that in that area don't have insulation. We're there looking at windows along the wall and, and you can feel the, you know, you're walking around. You know, in, in your stocking, stocking feet, and you get to that edge of the wall to measure the window, and it's just like—is this always cold? Like, yeah. Well, we're we're gonna for for less money than what a window costs, we can insulate that area and and really and really make a big big difference. And I've seen like people like siders for, for whatever reason in that area put a vented soffit, and because that's what they're putting on the rest of the house, and they, I don't know if they wanted it aesthetically to look that way or just only materials that they have. So that essentially is allowing the air to come in there even though there is no nothing to vent so it can be a very cold area same thing with these crawl spaces and it can really make a big difference when you get an insulated floor i don't know if you can analyze this but the texture just brought this to our attention four years ago we had 40 days below zero and no frost why this year I don't know if it's a swing in temperatures or maybe that more people are just aware um we deal i get frost calls every winter um, I think it's, it has a lot to do with the 
the different ranges and temperatures we go on from, you know, 40 to 20 below, 40 to 20 below, yeah. and maybe that's creating more moisture in the air. I think uh, with the amount of roofing that has happened a lot with storm chasers and, and, and things of that nature, since 98, the amount of hail damaged roofs that have, that have gone in here in, in our market and no one really pays attention to the ventilation. Um, they use the exact same vents that you have or reuse some of the stuff they have. I mean, these guys are fly by night, get it done, get out of here and never be able to find them or, yeah. or call them again. And the majority of the calls we got this week are going to, to those types of homes. Roofs that are two, three years old just aren't venting wow. properly, don't have the right soffit vent or some other thing. I, I was on one that has the box vents on the roof when you look at the outside. But when you get in the attic... There's no hole cut. Oh, you're kidding. Just, just, like, put the vent. just Well, well, that would be that's that's a difference maker. Believe it or not, you know that's it's, now we can add some venting and and it wasn't nearly enough box vents. So cutting in the box vents they had, adding a couple of box vents that can, you know, that should Make alleviate a, a lot of that problem. Yeah. Tell you what, we need Andy to take a break. We have more show to come. If you have a home improvement question, call us or text us six five one nine eight nine nine two two six or the text number by the way eight one. Eight zero seven. We're going to pick up on uh, text messages when we come back as well. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And a good Saturday morning to you. We're in the midst of our home improvement show. Thanks to our friends at Lindis Construction. Andy Lindis is in studio helping us out, helping you out by phone and by text. 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. Andy we have callers, we have texters, so let's pick up on uh, on those good folks. Randy is calling from Burnsville, I believe, first up here. Hi, Randy, what's your question for Randy? Well, it has to do with the use of general contractors. Um, I'm using one right now, and I just wanted to know, you know I, I believe they're licensed, but I'm not sure who does that, and I'm not sure who, who polices them. If you've got complaints against a general contractor, who would you go to? Department of Labor. Department of Labor. Hmm. Yeah, you okay. can any you can go in, and then that's where the, the all the licensing is for through the state, um, and you have to provide that licensing should you be asked, and you have to go to continuing education every year in order to hold that license. Each company needs a qualifying individual for the state of Minnesota to to get the license. The licensing um, in Minnesota is actually it's a it's a lot tougher than in Wisconsin, and only re- main reason I know that is because. Uh, you know, when, when when we took over the business, my father was always the license holder, and we had to go through and, and change that out. And my brother and I, uh, we we, he, we flipped coins, and he drew Minnesota, and I drew Wisconsin. And, and uh, in uh, three and a half hours, I was a licensed contractor in Wisconsin, and he ended up having to go to classes and take a test. Oh, and so it's I did all here. my stuff online, and I never even really watched the videos. I just try to use my own knowledge and answer answer the question to see how, how far it went. I just really took a test online, and I was a licensed contractor in Wisconsin. It's, it's more stringent in Minnesota, and it's actually a pretty good process with the complaint process with the Department of Labor. You can also go to places like the Better Business Bureau, Angie's List, the Twin Cities Builders Association, um, the Twin Cities uh, Chapter of NARI. So we can there's a lot of avenues you can go, and a lot of those those watchdog groups will help you, you know, get after contractors that need to be get gotten after. But like all things, if you're having an issue, really try to resolve it with with the your contractor, contractor yeah. first, and and make sure that uh, the contracts you sign 
are, uh, are you know, you, you know everything from start to finish, what's going to happen, so you can manage those expectations. Are you having an issue here, Randy, that, that's not going well for you? Yeah, it is, it's, unfortunately, it's becoming a trust issue because what I'm being told and what I'm, being, what I'm seeing in terms of the construction, the timing, the cost, um, you know, I, I'm having to dig a lot to get uh, details relative to the estimates that we get and then the actuals and trying to compare that. Um, so, unfortunately, like I said, it's becoming more of a trust issue. I don't have anything specific but I may as I dig into this further. So, Yeah, you know, it's something you're just going, it sounds like you don't know exactly what's happening and the way the numbers are coming in. And to be honest with you, getting numbers back from subcontractors right now, plumbing, heating, you know, um, tile guys, things of that nature, it's, it's uh, everybody is. I haven't seen an industry this busy before. We're really lucky. You know, we talked about this, I don't know, three years ago that yeah. we could sense a labor shortage coming up. So I, uh, we put some pieces in place that I'm really excited about. I have uh, people at my office that have dedicated the last two years, uh, Jill in my HR department, uh, Travis, who has a master's degree in teaching, um, that runs my sales team and is running our new our tier program with our my general manager, my cousin Rick. Those three people have went to high school after high school after high school and presented this and really shown kids a way. And we are right now launching a new five-tier program that can take up to two years to become a master at installing roofing, a master at installing windows, decking, carpentry, things of that nature. We we have a curriculum that is, is about as hard as it's going to be to, to, to pass. We want this, you know, we want to set some, some, some goals for these people and make it hard so when they actually get done with this, they are masters at whatever, whatever they're doing. And I'm going to have 21-year-old kids that you know are going to be buying their their first homes and, and cars and, and and by the time by the time most of their friends have their student loans paid off hopefully they're buying their you know vacation home or something like yeah. that you know they this is a, a really good way we're really excited about that so we've been able to add some really awesome people and got a really good good way to grow and to keep up but I'm telling you this is, our industry is getting a big big wake up call right now you're not Randy if you're not getting numbers back in a timely manner join the join the club yeah. in, in in the Twin Cities it's a it's a tough deal it's really tough for us when we're when we're trying to get this these things to manage those expectations we're lucky we got some pretty good relationships and my people when they come out have enough knowledge they're able to uh, their ballpark prices are going to be right in line and what with what other prices come in but uh, it's a tough, tough industry. It really you know, is. For sure. So busy. Thanks, Randy. Good luck with your situation. Thanks for the call. Uh, Don is calling from Blaine with a question. Don, you're on with Andy. Hi. Um, I have had my roof replaced twice uh, in the last 15 years because of the hailstorms and stuff. And each time we replaced our skylight because there appears to be leaking every once in a while, usually after heavy snow or in the spring when the snow is starting to melt. Uh, but even after we've replaced the skylight and um, the the leaking, you're just kind of dripping. It's not a big deal, and it's usually only one or two times during that sequence, but uh, it's still there. Uh, have we got something else that we should be looking for? What kind of skylight is it? You know? You mean the name brand? Yep. No, I don't know. Yep. Is, a, uh, is the name Velux ring a bell? That's, I, I couldn't tell there, you. There, there's sorry. a couple different brands that we use, and if – if we we always replace the flashing kit no matter what but sometimes 
people get the skylight and don't replace the flashing kit. But if, if on a Velux skylight, when the flashing kit is installed properly and when you when you do the ice and water shield and the other things properly, it should be virtually impossible for that skylight to leak. And, and so I, it's got to be something with the installation with water getting in somewhere. Maybe it's a condensation issue. Maybe the, that skylight isn't close. Is it an operable one, Don, or is it a, a deadlight or one that doesn't operate at all? It doesn't operate. Okay. And you're talking just a, a couple of drips. It, it could be from, you know, the, the, you know, condensation in the chase I've seen before from the chase not being absolutely insulated well and being a cold area. So uh, so you got all that heat rising up. If you, if you know, is there like a big tunnel that this goes goes up into or is there like on a, on a vaulted ceiling? It's a vaulted ceiling. Yeah. Then, then hmm, I would say so it would be a flashing kit issue. More than likely. Okay, so as, as far as correcting it is concerned, then then we'd have to uh, go up and deal with the flashing again, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Which isn't that big of a deal. People, we do that all the time. Okay, thank you. All right, very good, Don. Good luck. Thank you very much. Uh, Texter says, uh, well, I tell you what, let's do I, I see the clock getting waved here. We need to take a break. So we have another half hour of the show to go. Good morning. Welcome back to CISO's Home Improvement Show presented every week by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindus is helping us out today, as he is usually does every week. Uh, Andy, we have callers, we have texters. Let me, there's one line open, so let me, uh, if you want to fill it, 651-989-9226. Text number 81807. Let's pick up from some phone calls, then we'll uh, grab some text messages. Barb is calling from Grantsburg, I believe, with a question. Hi, Barb. Hi. Hey, I, we got a, We were talking about that, you know, that skylight. That um, we got the same problem. It's just it's barely, barely leaking, but it is leaking a tiny bit. Okay. Um, so we got some. Uh, oh, what the heck? Um, U L T I M A roof sealant. Okay. Would that work? Possibly. Um, but chances are that where you're actually putting that sealant down next to the skylight, it's more than likely a spot that the water's getting underneath the roof someplace else. So it's traveling underneath the shingles and getting to where the flashing kit is. So if even a small leak over time is going to cause some damage. If I were you, I'd just look up a, a, a good roofing company or somebody like us and, and have us come out and look at installing a new flashing kit uh, on that type of roof sooner or later, just uh, make it more permanent. Yeah, make it, it make it make it more permanent. Try it. I mean, you you have the tube yeah. of of blackjack or whatever whatever it is we use an OSI product uh, for for our roof sealants that that we really like. Um, so try it. Maybe it fixes it. You're not owed a lot of money if it doesn't. But I'd wanna I'd wanna get a permanent fix. Glues, sealants, caulking. Um, it's temporary. Yeah. Eventually, temporary it's, it's going to fail. Yeah. yeah. All right, Barb, if uh, when in doubt, if that doesn't work, 1-800-LEAVE-CARD. Call the folks at Lindus to, to help you out. Janet is calling from Gibbon, I believe. Janet, you're on with Andy. Yes, Andy. <clears throat> Hi. I have uh, <clears throat> frost on the outside of my windows, and I have storm windows, double glass, and I get the frost and the moisture on the outside. 
all outside of the storm window or the yeah, outside outside of... on the on the storm window on the outside okay what that is is uh those windows and storm windows just don't do that great of a job not as good a job as as a properly insulated window um that that's manufactured nowadays i don't think but you're getting heat loss there so that outside temperature of that outside pane of glass is too warm so when the cold air hits that surface it creates moisture which immediately turns into a frost that's where where that is coming up and um uh, more often than not it's because of the window that the storm window is over the top leaks so much air that it causes that to happen so it's it's an air infiltration problem uh, on the original window and i i just priced out storm windows and a customer that wanted to replace mm-hmm. the storm windows and they were pretty near $300 Ooh. a piece and i'm like you're getting six of these. I think you're better off if you just get three all-new windows. And the next year, we can maybe talk about doing doing that. I, I would look at other options. And, and that's one of the things when, when you meet with us, we can all price it out 14 different ways for you. Especially you with want. the good windows yeah. you guys put yeah. in. Yeah, and we can, we, can, we can show you what each one of these windows cost individually, what, what it costs to do this brand window, this brand window, this brand window. Same with roofing, siding, everything. We can give you a lot of different options. But... It's more than likely an air infiltration problem on your original windows, Janet, to answer your question. All right, Janet, good luck with that. Let's uh, go to Jerry, who's calling from St. Paul. Jerry, you're on with Andy. Yeah, hi, guys. Uh, Andy, I've got a 1914 home. I've got a four-valley roof, and uh, I've got those metal roof vents at the upper part of the roof, but I have no air intake into the attic, so I'm just wondering... What you would think of installing some of these metal roof vents at the lower part of the roof as well? Um, why can't you have intake? Well, at balloon construction and the, the eaves are set up there. I, I just can't get any uh, ventilation up there. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to look at it. I mean, on a last resort, there's a way to vent somewhere, either along the fascia or the eave. There's attic air chutes that we can put in along the roof deck that's going to get enough air to come in there. Um, I would want to inspect. I don't. You, you wouldn't get enough intake there. There's. There's. I, I would look at a fascia vent first before I would look at anything like that. Those. Those type of roof vents, which you end up having. I mean, you can even get uh, a reverse pull to push there, where it's actually trying to suck in air through the ridge vent and then out the other vent too, depending on what's going on, especially in the winter. I would. Uh, I'd want to look into that. Yeah, but you, you, to see it yourself personally or your people. Your yeah, there's, there's usually a way to get some kind of yeah. ventilation into the eaves. If not, you're looking at, you know, uh, some type of roof where, you know, some houses there's not enough a way to do it. So they have a power gable vent on one side and then an intake vent on the other. So you're, at least you're getting some, some, some air movement coming in okay. there. And the ultimate goal is in the wintertime here to try to get the attic at the same temperature as it is outside. Yeah. Some thoughts. Jerry, you can always call in this. Come on out. Texter says this. I know how I'd answer this. How can I install a ceiling fan on a cathedral ceiling when I have no room to access between the roof and ceiling? Uh, how to run the electricity to it as well? I'd, I'd call an electrician. Yeah. You know, um, there's, there's, there's tricks of the trade that an electrician's going to have, but they do make wireless ones and battery-operated ones, but I haven't heard a lot of good things about those. They're relatively inexpensive if you were to look online and or go to any of the box stores, but uh, and they install pretty easily, but you're going to want to get an electrician involved in this. You were talking, I mean, a lot of times there's, 
There's some just some difficult tasks at hand yeah. here, and if you're not used to working with it, I would I know. Scott, my electrician, would be the uh, the first guy that uh, shows up my house when I'm doing something like that. Yeah, leave it to the pros mm-hmm. in that regard. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Doug is calling from Norwood. Doug, you're on CCO with Andy. Yes, I am living in a townhouse. The garage is out front of the house, and there's a large uh, hangover by the front door, probably five feet, five and a half feet, mm-hmm. and I have got. It's dripping from that overhang. What would that be from? It can be from a, a leak up on the roof somewhere. Again, it can be a condensation issue. So is it leaking like where the soffit meets the siding or where the soffit meets the fascia? Well, I'm thinking it's both because um, it's uh, dripping in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Coming down out of the little holes in the vents. But also I notice like there's a window right there mm-hmm. that, uh, when we first had this thaw, the there was actually like a stream of water coming out of there. Yeah, no, you got flashing problems somewhere on the uh, on the house up above that window, and water's getting in there, and it's just leaking out the in the first couple of spots. Like me, I've seen this. If if you got water coming out where where the the siding where the window meets, I mean that's, I mean we just replaced a whole wall, studs and everything because of of issues like this where it just weren't done, wasn't done properly when it was installed. And this last one was uh, 2003. We're not talking a, a very old home by yeah. any means. Um, just a bad house wrap, bad, bad everything was going on here. Just no weatherization whatsoever. So you, this is something you're going to want to get a pro involved in pretty quickly. All right. That's the uh, advice, Doug. Uh, good luck. Thanks for the call. It could be up on the roof, too, where, where it's leaking. It might be a roofing issue where water's getting in through that attic, and now That's it's getting true. to the wall, and it runs down to where the soffit is and leaks out the soffit. You'd be surprised. As you, you know where water can uh, travel to, from like, strangest places. It was like, where is this water coming yeah. from? And, I mean, it's a it's a mystery. So it's one of the fun parts of the job. You get to solve those types That's of problems. Detective work. Things, some detective work along the way, <laughs> which is nice. So if you want to call us, uh, 651-989-9226, or send us a text, 81807. Back to the text uh, messages. Has Lindis installed solar shingles? Once in a while we get questions about a solar shingles. Yeah, not as much as we used to because you don't see that fake news Tesla uh, ad on uh, on Facebook. So anymore. you're saying solar shingles really around here don't exist well, as per- depending on on what you mean. There's solar tiles that are more of a commercial install. Um, GAF makes a product that they're calling a shoulder shingle, but it's more of a doesn't look like normal shingles. It's more of a, a panel that replaces that you don't have to put roofing underneath. And we want to get into doing those. And we've done a lot of research. We're almost set up to do it. But with the with the roofing environment that it was last year. It wasn't a very bright thing to bring on something new, and there wasn't an installer in the in the state that wanted to deal with solar. There was just so many other shingles to install. They didn't. Uh, they weren't looking to broaden their horizons to new mm-hmm. products. So that that was kind of put on hold for us. Um, I do see some of the homes that we've 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 done the testing on uh, due to the price out on the systems. The the paybacks are, are relatively short. Compared to what I looked at, I don't know, ten years ago, mm. I, I, I'm seeing homes that you can see payback in that eight to twelve year range. Before it was more like that fifteen to twenty five year range, which is about the lifespan of a lot of these products. But if you can get into that eight to twelve year range with some of the rebates that's and things better. that you can get, that's that's not bad. 
All right, Andy, hang on. A quick break is in order here, and we'll be back with more home improvement talk by phone and by text. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our home improvement show. Danny, along with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction, answering your questions by phone and by text, as we always like to do. There's a line open if you want to call Andy, 651 651- Nine eight nine nine two two six, or send them a text eight one eight zero seven. As you can see, Andy, we got a bunch of those text messages. Here's one: My split entry is very cold. I've put insulation tape on the garage door jam, but it's still cold. What more can I do? Well, I don't know if it's the actual door's problem. Yeah, it, itself, it uh, could be insulation someplace else. It could be. That whole garage side wall not being insulated, if you have an uninsulated garage, can be a lot of different things. Here's, <laughs> here's one we've never uh, received before. But, uh, what, and be careful with this, Andy. <laughs> the best way to get rid of pigeons that always seem to be around. Uh, we've never it. had a pigeon question. I've never had a lot of other critters that oh, uh, yeah. get into people's houses, but I'm sure these uh, can be a little bit of annoyance too. You said there's still all up, up on the ledge. You're here just oh, yeah. as you're walking of in. Course. Um, you know, I'm guessing just like, you, you know, with the other birds that are going on your house, owls and, you know, we've seen CDs hanging off people's houses, you know, drop down owls that come out of I the I don't know what would chase away of, pigeons. Of, I, I don't think they much get bothered. They no. Don't, they don't, uh, they're just up there doing their thing. They're pretty uh, mellow. Pretty, pretty mellow bird. Okay. Yep. So no real suggestions <laughs> on the pigeon question. Okay. Does an attic insulation check need to be done in the winter or can it be done anytime? I assume they mean a... Blower door test? Yeah, it, it can be done anytime because you're going to find the air infiltration. Now, the infrared imaging that we can do uh, with 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 that type of it, this these type of differences in temperatures is going to be much easier in the winter time. It's going to be very noticeable where the cold spots are. But having said that, that you know the, the the smoke stick that you go around with is going to show you where the air is coming in, anyways. And you're usually going to just be able to put your hand up and be like, oh yeah, this is an issue. We uh. We we had the the one thing. Why do my walls get so cold? In it was a text uh, a little bit farther down here. Why do my walls get so cold when it's this this cold outside? Sometimes the change in temperature can lead to you know pressure changes in the actual house where the stack effect is more great. Well, that means it's actually pulling cold air from the attic okay. down and in, in into the basement, and so insulating your your rim, insulating you know, the, the top plate and doing attic air sealing to make sure that air movement isn't happening in the walls is, is, is something that uh, I would look into. If you get, if you get cold walls, I would do that type of work before I look at, you know, tearing off all of my walls or somebody coming in and pumping in insulation. And, and I've, every time somebody does like those little holes on the inside to do the insulation, they always leave voids, always ends up with some kind of moisture issue. And it, it seems like I do this sometimes when there's no insulation on houses they really want it done, and we're removing all the siding, then we can insulate the walls. But I, w- I would rather actually start to build the wall out with some type of foam product or Insultex product to really get you the proper R value. But air sealing is more important than insulation, I think. I think, you know, over the years you've talked about uh, uh, newer construction. Mm-hmm. Newer could be five-year-old home, 10-year-old home, yeah. and, and not the greatest windows. No. Have you ever, has Lindis ever been called out to do a blower door test on a newer construction and still found problems? 
Yeah, we, we've 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 done uh, home energy audits on, on on a lot of different types of homes, homes that are less than ten years old. You know, second people own them. They really want to figure out yeah. what they need to do to make this their 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 perfect house. And you know, again, it's it's one of those roadmaps. And 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 not I shouldn't say it's not all new construction. We're we're still probably talking about a, a minority of the of the homes that are built. But it's still there's there's plenty of them out there that that were they had to come in at under a certain value in order to get them sold, you know, and in order to find a customer for them. In order to do that, they use lesser grade materials that maybe might not last longer than 10 years or five years in some cases. Yep. Contractor grade, isn't that the phrase? Contractor yeah, and you'd think that would be the good one. And you would think. People think. Oh, contractor grade, all right, I got the good stuff coming. No, not, it's the cheap one, usually. <laughs> Let's yeah. go to the phones, Andy. Hazel is calling from Delano with a question. Hazel, you're on CCO with Andy. Yes, hello, Andy. Is it possible that our furnace is giving off toxic gases other than carbon monoxide? I don't know about toxic gases. Um, you can have, you know, some other issues going on there if you don't have, a, you know, if you got moisture or mold or um, the ductwork isn't quite clean. Other types of toxic gases, I'm not, I'm not sure, haven't heard much about that. Are you smelling something, Hazel, there, as far as uh, gas? Well, occasionally we do. Um, it's, I have a, a lot of problems with um, uh, nasal issues, and um, hmm. sometimes it seems to be worse, and sometimes I do suspect that I'm smelling something kind of sharp in the air. Uh, maybe get a furnace professional over there to check out. Mm-hmm. Would you do that? Get I would, yeah, I would, you know, and 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 they're going to be able to look at the whole house system as a whole. Maybe it is an air quality issue that she has elsewhere, and then there's things that you can do to address that as well. Yeah, so Hazel, yeah, call call a furnace company that you know and trust there. Okay, yeah. get it checked out. It's worth it. It is. It is. What do you think? Texter says of the product in so fast. I want to insulate the basement block walls of a 1960s house. Any suggestions? What is that? Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, it's like a, a stackable foam wall system that actually has uh, built-in panels um, that you can run your electricity through. Um, you know, it's it's not a bad product. There's a lot of different basement systems out there. I would look at other other things you can do with insulation there on, on those block walls or how how to build it i think there's a cheaper way to do it but it uh it's definitely going to do what what it what it had every so often we get questions uh, does lindis work here does lindis work this far mm-hmm. out does uh, how about st michael yeah we i bet you do saint that michael it's area. not that far yeah, away no problem yeah here's a text that came in unsolicited i might add have worked with lindis many times never a problem and the peace of mind is worth every penny Thanks. That Thank was you. nice. Yeah, huh? Very nice. Very nice. Thank you. Appreciate that. We're sending, uh, we're sending that. Uh, brand new house texture says, whitish moldy looking substance slowly building along the mortar lines of interior of the garage. Also noticed it outside of the house along the south facing wall where the sidewalk meets the base of the walls. Any help on IDing or fixing that? What do you think that is? Uh, is it like a a calcium buildup of some sort? If it's on the mortar and the and the brick, more than likely it's like a what do they call that effervescence? Effervescence. Yeah, something like something that, yes. something along those lines. We'll, we'll go with what you said. You know, I I wouldn't think it is a efflorescence. Efflorescence. There it is. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't think it's mold or mildew. It's going to be more of like a hard water deposits or something else leaching out of the the actual concrete itself. 
All right. Uh, if you want to send a text, let's see, let's see if we can't grab the rest of these before uh, you t- you addressed that one already, didn't you? The outside wall yep. is getting very yep. cold. Yeah. Okay. Let us see. Pigeons, folks, <laughs> folks don't like the pigeons. It turns <laughs> nope, out. apparently not. <laughs> um, I have a detached garage. In the winter, there's always pools of water in the garage. The water seeps up into the cement blocks around the base of the garage. Is that a problem? Yeah. The water's not supposed to be seeping out. Are you sure it's not just like stuff melting off of the car? Off the cars? And then it it pools in in that one area. It's a detached garage. Pools of water in the garage somewhere. So I assume it's not heated. The water seeps up into the cement blocks around the base of the garage. Wow. You know, if it's around the edge of the garage and water is somehow coming in or I somewhere in there, yeah, there's something you're going to want to address. If it's if it's just water sitting in the middle of the floor that from the melting snow off your off your car, uh, that's not something you really have to worry about. All right, we have exactly 60 seconds to go, Andy, right. and let's talk a little bit as we as you head out of here. Uh we'll tell everybody how to get in touch with Lindis as usual. But what what specials you have going on now? You still had the free labor on the installation of season guard windows. And I'm telling you, folks, these these windows really can make a big difference in your house. And that that deal isn't going to last much longer. So if you want to take advantage of that, I mean, our, our winter department is going to have quite the backlog by the, by I'm guessing, by the end of February, the cold winter that we've had. Oh, yeah. So if this is something you want to do, even if it's one window, two windows, three windows, or even a door, let us know. We'll come out. We've got the Marvin window. And the season guard window, either one of the windows, is going to vastly upgrade your energy. Great product. Get in touch with Lindis, lindisconstruction.com, or call them 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Andy, we will talk one week from today. Yes, sir. All right, very good.